They call it peace of mind, but maybe it should be called peace from mind. Hello, pilgrims and travelers. Another quote was not needed today, but I couldn't help myself, so I'm not sure what I will do. We have about, maybe it looks like uh, 10 of those left. But anyway, wanted to share this one. So here is another renting from a free-range, organic, uh, whole food, plant-based French madman. Hello, pilgrims and travelers on the sunny path of life. A belated good morning. Have I finished a very late run? Nice, sweaty, but late. About my goodness, four hours, almost five hours later than usual. <sighs> I guess a couple of things that comes up that I would like to share on this uh, still overcast early afternoon in Galicia. Number one, yesterday I met uh, one of uh, Belen's longtime friend, Jose, a very good musician, a very good guitarist. So we, my goodness, we, I don't know, eight hours or nine hours to spend Anyway, it was a very enjoyable. We did the back and forth playing. Of course, uh, I am not even going to try to compare myself to him. It might actually be one of the most skilled guitarists that I've been around personally. Uh, anyway, just very nice, nice flow. Really enjoyed it. Did not make me envious, but for sure. The, Thinking, I guess, or projecting, you know, a little, well, some kind of envy, but it's just not for me. I'm not that dedicated to guitar. I learned that, but that ability to play like that. Anyhow, very, very enjoyable. And I did something yesterday that I have not done in, my goodness, about 20 years. Uh, I have, from, from, from time to time, I do smoke marijuana. Rarely, or from time to time. But hashish, I have not done that since the last time I went to, well, not the last time, but uh, with Glenda, we went to France. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, that was during the honeymoon. And uh, when I went to my younger sister, her husband, uh, I did smoke a little hashish with him. Or oh, it may have been another time. Yeah, my, my memory is uh, is icky here, I'm not sure. But regardless, it was with him, and uh, so it was a long time ago. But uh, uh, Jose brought some hashish. I mean, I had some marijuana to share, but he had his uh, hashish and sage. And so we, we did partake, and uh, so I had, uh, I think, actually a nicer experience than what I recalled from uh, smoking hashish with Remy. It was, uh, it was nice, gentle, no, nothing really special. You could call it a buzz, you know, estabapiripi, but uh, no, nothing crazy. Not like uh, 
not like I experienced with marijuana. But then again, it was a very, very small, minute amount. So, but it was nice. It was an enjoyable experience. And uh, I think you're not set for that. Yeah, oh yeah, because they produced an album and actually almost all of it is sang in English. And even though his voice is soft, it's actually pretty clean. It made me think of Jack Johnson, kind of surfer music, anyway. But it's very, very good. I mean, my, it's solo, anyway, it's just very, very good. Very impressive. So, that was uh, Full And then something, I don't think I've spoken about that before. And regardless, one can always add a little grain of salt to that recipe to enhance the flavor. So here I go, or at least I try to. But. I like you, but. You're very good at that, but. You're perfect, but. It brings me back to my time with Hal when we had those group sessions and when somebody will bring in the word but, which basically, so here I'm going to prep you to tell you what I really want to tell you. And whatever is before the but is not really relevant. What's after the but is what I'm trying. But because it's going to be a little strong, I'm going to be politically correct and give you something nice to give you some padding so you can crash nicely and not hurt too much which is very demeaning and condescending when you think about it. As if an adult, it's only okay to give good news, but when you're going to say something that is not going to be as palatable, you have to prepare it. You can't just say it. And I think I'm not going to say, unfortunately, although it's one that's coming up, but... uh, it seems to be the state of a culture to where we are very, uh, you know, things are skin deep. It's very easy to get ruffled. And I will put myself in that bag as well. No question about it. So I have grown. Another word that I've grown intolerant or when the word come up, I become very, very attentive as to what follows uh, and in a way I guess I am a little bothered by it because that person felt that I couldn't take it or that they had to prepare me for it and I do I, in a way I find it troublesome because I can't speak of the past, obviously, but in this age of political correctness, you know, like to ruffle any feather is really unpalatable. And I think it's making us more, even more sensitive or even more intolerant or inflexible when it comes to receiving news that are just not that enjoyable for our ego. Considering for me at least, that some of those bad comments that I receive turn out to be very productive. They, they are useful 
uh, not because they are always right, but because they challenge me. Even more so when they are uttered by people that I care about. It's important. Like, Fozzy yesterday we had a good time, and if the guy was going to tell me at the end of I don't know what, you know, Anthony, I think you should, whatever, I'm like, okay, but I wouldn't really care because that person is not really, not only in my radar as far as closeness, and also, I don't know him, and he doesn't know me. So the fact that somebody would utter such a claim on such a baseless uh, platform would be, to say the least, suspicious. But somebody like Belen or somebody like Pilar or Urban, the people who are close to me or Reba, a friend or dear friend from Texas or Debbie, those people, what they would say would uh, pick my attention. They would be more and more valuable and more interesting, and they would go in deeper. So, yeah, I have become very, very skeptical of the word but. So, to resume, when it comes to the special words to me, the one that a red flag just goes right up when, when I hear them is, you have, you must, you should but you could almost call them all of them i mean the black magic in in terms of they are charged in terms of you have you must you should that's a victim you know you have no choice you have to so okay let's do it so there's no conversation if somebody tells you you have to do it that leaves no room for negotiation, no, no room for something else. You know, it could be at your work, it could be your parents, you as a child, uh, you being in a prison. Uh, even though you do have the room, you do have a choice to make. The fact that that word is being uttered doesn't mean you don't have a choice, but that means the stakes are going up. And for somebody to utter, you have, you should, or you must, there is a force of certainty that's behind that claim. And for you to challenge that means friction, means conflict. As far as but is concerned, I'm, I'm not quite sure it's that big of a deal. Because in a way you could say it's consideration, it's pedagogy. Yeah, it's some kind of a skillful way to still get what you want across without the person possibly putting up its defenses. Because I'm definitely guilty of that when somebody gave me a constructive criticism, depending of many things, but in many cases I will have a reaction. I will be disappointed or upset or angry or those will happen because a part of me will feel the need to defend himself and there is no de denying that fact that being said where i am right now even though that mechanism might still come into play it is not as strong and i am okay i am more okay because i don't expect as much from me
I am still judging myself, but I don't think the judge is as hard. I think it's it, the judge is becoming more limited as far as where it can go and what it can say or what it can expect. But anyway, so that digression too much. So, uh, but is uh, just uh, here we are the, the two surfers in uh, between uh, the beach of uh, Matadero the Orsan in La Coruña. If you can check it online if you're interested, it's sort of cute actually, really. Uh, kind of interesting design. There's a two bronze, yeah, they are bronze statues of two surfers, and then the fountain making it look like they're riding waves. But anywho, coming to my dipping spot, my goodness, we're looking at uh, at least 1.30 in the afternoon and there is uh, nobody, basically almost nobody on the beach. But this is Wednesday, so midweek, you know, and we are, it seems to me, a Coruña. It's not as heavily trafficked or not as impregnated by tourism than many other places, it seems to me. So, weekend is where it's going to go crazy, where the beach will be littered with people. Then you have to worry more about your stuff. Then, so right now I'm going to put my phone down and take a dip before going to take a shower. Once more, I... Thank you, whoever you are out there, for your interest in those ramblings, which I still don't understand uh, what they are aiming at. I do see my recording of the podcast as a training ground. I think I am a little more focused than I used to in terms of uh, following a thought and not getting so distracted. Of course, there's no way for you to let me know, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a sensation uh, that I don't get, yeah, that I don't go all over the place. It feels like that to me anyway. But regardless, here we are. So let's get fresh enough. I'm well, sure by now you can hear the waves. Little waves, still moving with a little more action, but uh, still very nice. So my friend, have a beautiful day. And uh, we will talk soon. Let me do a free flow here. I tried to do a recording earlier, but it went awry. Awry? Awry, actually, I think is how you said it correctly. It went awry, so that's for that. It is actually late uh, today, but it looks as if my routine is again changing, changing. Anyhow, uh, the early morning, well, obviously it's not working out. You know, I'm, I'm with a Spanish woman and it is not unusual for us to go to bed midnight, sometime one o'clock in the morning. You know, having dinner at uh, 10 o'clock or God knows what. And of course, she has a, sometimes a way more active life than I do. 
as I have a tendency to melt in evening. But anywho, uh, the experience, whatever happened earlier, doesn't actually feel as relevant. But what I find relevant is, I'm going to call it for the sake of simplicity, the, the symbology of it. Becoming aware of a change in my behavior. Um, becoming aware that I'm responding to something in a different way, that the, the pattern is breaking, the de-patterning. I'm reading about that from uh, the book by uh, Michael Pollan, How to Change Your Mind, as I'm learning more about psychedelic. And more and more, I am feeling an attraction. I'm feeling a very keen interest. Uh, anyway, but that's for another day. But anyhow, so this experience happened, uh, this friction, and uh, basically me being in a place of saying, no, I'm not going to justify myself. I'm not going to put myself on, an, on a defensive position. There is nothing to defend. There is nothing to justify. And not that I am perfect, far from it, but that that's not a problem. I don't need to be perfect to be fine. And the idea of not justifying, of not rationalizing. I am of course still doing it. I am not saying that I am past rationalization. But when you get into a disagreement with somebody, or when I do, and in this case, of course, it pertains to Belen because... That's who I'm with here. You know, that's uh, my life is completely around her. I mean, obviously, I do other things, but in terms of my social life, all I know is Belen. I have yet to, uh, to make other connections. You know, nutrition could possibly be one, uh, but that so far has not panned out or has not paid off. And so we both are very strong. We are both stubborn. We are both arrogant. And uh, it's interesting when you get into a clash, when you feel so right about what you think. And somehow at the same time forgetting what you felt before you started to think or make sense of that feeling and arriving in a place where you already forgot about it and then you are just left with your thought. And I am still, you could say I'm still guilty of that, but not as much. I really do. It might feel arrogant, but I am not saying it in that sense that I think I'm making more connections away from the mind uh, even though some of my deep-seated feelings or reaction so far I'm still blind to it like when I feel judged or when somebody is telling me what they think I'm doing or why I'm doing what I'm doing or where they are basically DSM for DSMM DSMM or oh, I'm making a verb into the DSM the 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 psychiatrist uh, guidebook, the mental health. Uh, I don't even know what DSM stands for. But anywho, 
I think I'm resisting less. I think I am controlling controlling less and maybe becoming more comfortable with chaos, with unresolved situation like uh, the disagreement we had earlier and I was left in the street and there was no answer. And then, you know, we're going to be looking at uh, snuggling later, but there, there is no answer on that one. And uh, I personally, as of now, I see no point to resume a discussion because the the wiring is still very hot uh, on her part. And uh, on one hand, I want to honor it. On the other one, it's her deal. So kind of letting it get through what she has to go through so we can connect again instead of her feeling righteous about it. Which is the same way that I feel when I get that angry. And uh, it's interesting being in that place, being with that person, not wanting to run away, which used to be my coping skills, or trying to resolve it, or trying to make it better. But you just let it be. And also the idea of fighting. I think I may have mentioned before, there was uh, something Urban thought. That's what he was there to teach me, how to fight. And I was there to teach him how to let go. Uh, I don't know, but it's an interesting proposition. Because I do avoid. I do avoid confrontation. And I think it is quite clear by now with her, with Belen, that if this story is to go on, there is going to be fighting. And there will need to be somebody showing up on my part for that fighting. And also fighting in a different way, not fighting to be right, but to show up and then to be true to who I am and to not in, in, uh, indulge in, in rhetoric or in self-righteousness, but to own my part and to not be overwhelmed by the other or to not feel that my job is to pacify the other one or to make the other one feel better, but to be present with that person and then to play my part, no more, no less. You could almost say without expectations, and that would almost be correct. And I'm curious, I think I'm ready for that lesson. I think I'm ready to practice that with Belen, which is interesting. It also helped that I don't really have anything to lose and I don't really have anything to gain. What I feel is the most important or what I think is the most important is to just show up and to have confidence in myself and to, to the path that has led me to this place and time to fight those battles. And it's not about trying to control or manipulate, but to just participate in that dance, to play my part and to let her play a part and not to differentiate between the two that both are as important and if we are to become a relationship and yes, the if is there because it is still way too early we've just known each other one month I mean, we are pretty much almost all the time together but not as much today <laughs> but uh, we are, we are a lot of time together you know, I can't compare that to anybody for... Well, Glenda was different, but, 
you know, with Pilar and, and Vanessa, there is there is no Aikolora. Yeah, I can compare it. It's so different. So to keep a sense of curiosity and openness, honesty, of course, which for me is a base, the most important one, to remain open and to not expect anything, to not try to control, to trust that flow. I could have never met her with my mind. So me getting to this place and being where I am now is due to what? I don't know, but I can't take credit for it. So what, what would that change? What would moving onward, would that be any different? So to, to let that other component play its part. Whether the story lasts 10 years, 50 years, or 10 days or 10 hours is irrelevant. To just show up. Anyway, I think it's enough for now. It's late. And looking forward to snuggle and spend an evening <laughs> watching TV. To just enjoy being with her and then uh, enough, enough fighting for me for today. So... Pilgrims and travelers, thank you for those willing ears and mind. And until we hear, talk, see each other again, whatever the case may be, I wish you all peace, equanimity, and passion. Amen. Um.